episode number 178 of the Tartan Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan and myself, Kyle Gregg. So, Tommy, you're looking, again, you, you dressed for the, the, certainly not dressed for the podcast today, you're sporting a fancy Ralph Lauren top on, looks like you're way to the, the disco or something, who knows where you're going tonight. Um, but we, uh, but before that, we almost had a blooper there, we, we started the show and I forgot to record it, didn't I? <laughs> rookie, you just cannot get the podcast host these days. Absolutely rookie mistake. Rookie, anyway, listeners, don't worry. You only missed one of Kyle's famous uh, blooper introductions. So yeah, we're back. I'm not looking like I'm going to a disco, Kyle. I've got a polo shirt on. That's all. <laughs> I mean, I was, I was for the first time in weeks. I was working at home today, so I thought. Oh I would, yeah. Actually, really so I've, what you don't see is I've got a pair of like basically stood my pants. The classic <laughs> smart. What does it say up top for the classic one? Is it up top for dancing downstairs for whatever? I can't remember the, the saying, but it's up top for work downstairs for podcasting. That's the, the thing now. Oh, look uh, at that. Eh? Anyway, that I butchered that. How are you getting on, Kyle? Uh, Kyle is, I can't comment on his outfit, but Kyle's coming to us fresh from a double race weekend. A half. Oh, boy. Yeah, I know. Look at that. Eh? You, know, you know, he moans about having the vid, and, uh, and <laughs> there he is. Smashing up two races in two days, eh? Um, but eh, we'll, we'll talk about that uh, very, very shortly. But also, I mean, my two days of racing is not anywhere near as impressive as um, the, the couple of athletes, the phenomenal athletes that have just ran um, over well, 106 marathons in 106 days. Uh, so shortly, we're going to be joined by Faye, and uh, Emma, who who have basically just they've just smashed the world record for uh, running 106 marathons in 106 days. How amazing I, is that? I'm uh, very excited to hear from them. But you know, what? I'm gonna you know how I'm gonna describe that, Kyle. What's that? Bonk- bonkers. bonkers, absolutely bonkers. bonkers. I cannot get my head around <laughs> that. I'm very excited to hear about it. I think this is uh, this is yeah this. I mean, just to have done that many marathons is bonkers. To do it in that in consecutive days is crazy. So very excited to get the girls on to to hear about that. So Kyle, in the, an exclusive, eh? So it is nice. so give us so in, in your quick five minutes. I've got no running chat for you. Absolutely nada. <laughs> so in the first five minutes, minute. tell us about this double race weekend that you. Well, well, I mean, do you know what? Like as I said, I was moaning about having the COVID the you know the the week before. Oh, my running's gone downhill. I, I don't know if I can move anymore. All these lame excuses, and and there I am, and there I am doing two races in two days. But what I'll say is, uh, I I just wanted to get some. I think I maybe even said it last time, last week, uh, or maybe another previous episode. I just wanted some mojo. I want. I find racing gives you a bit of energy, and um, you can kind of get you know some suck out some positive energy from other people around you in the running world, and and not everyone, but most people. So I decided to to lace up my lace up my innovates or what was I wearing my feet my my vapor flies who knows what I was wearing uh, a vapor fly in a trail race still you must <laughs> yeah. be the only man I know to do that <laughs> I haven't done it in cross country yet but I'm sure there's someone who has uh, and uh, yeah I did the Cornhill Highland Games the, uh, what's it called the knock do the the knock hill race I think it's called uh, so it's eight point five miles and. It's uh, what, a 45 minute drive from my house, but I had to drop stuff off um, uh, halfway, my, my Murray Way kit. So it was like two birds. And I also had to do the shopping. So it was killing three birds with one stone. 
and there happened to be a, a wee race on. So I've done it in the past, and it was actually the one. Remember when uh, I met Don Ritchie? Shortly oh, yes. Passed away. It was that very race. And your man, uh, Don's uh, grandson, big Sonny McGrath. So, Sonny so, McGrath. <laughs> Is he still running, Sonny? I don't think so. I think he's uh, in his football. I think he always has oh, been. Lost, as a loss to the sport, Sonny McGrath. Is, well, we're, we're Sonny, talk Sonny's... About, we'll talk uh, very briefly about someone with uh, with a huge talent, no doubt, uh, who doesn't even, well, uh, supposedly uh, he doesn't run, but um, everyone everyone runs. If you say you don't run, you definitely run. Uh, and you win races. <laughs> we'll go into that in a minute. That's my next race. So, aye, I got the win. Uh, it was nice to to run and uh, a guy called Gregor was uh, was was in second place. Uh, just a young lad. Um, he he kind of paced me for the first uh, couple of miles and then... I how, just... young, how young are we talking? You, you weren't competing in like a, a glorified sports day, were you? No, no. I, I mean, I, I, I took it easy and, you know, just at the start, but I mean, it was a really hot day. Uh, the last time I did it, there was residents out with their hoses. There was no residents out with their hoses this time. Um, but, I did, you know, the good old joke when you when you go past an aid station and you see water and you go, is that vodka? And you just laugh, you know. Uh, please please tell me it. please tell me you didn't make that joke. I did. I did. Oh, Kyle. I had to. Yeah. Com- comedian it, on the chorus. I love it. Because the rant, a mini rant here is when you get a tiny little thing of water, you know, and the glass is like that. It's like a shot size. So it looked like a vodka. Um and I just put, took. I mean, it was it was it did mean very it did very little for my hydration status, but uh, but anyway, so I did that, got the win. Uh, I was I was terribly terribly slow compared to my my previous uh, times in that course. I mean, I was two and a half minutes slower. I was like, Christ Almighty, Kai, this is. I mean, you know, sometimes you, you, maybe you shouldn't run, but you know, and there's there's always that little little bird or little devil on my shoulder saying what are you doing you're slow you're you're past it and then there's this little angel on the other side uh going you know you do this for the love of the sport you're the best kyle you can do it get out there and be the best you can be you will be the olympic champion one day you will beat kipchoge one day kyle uh all that kind of chat Settle down. I mean, I would. I would. There's what you know, there's all there's optimistic and there's realistic. <laughs> there is that too, believe. Uh, so, um, and then no, right, so no, Kyle, no, Kyle is limited. Maybe it's it's not angel, it's like a little Kipchoge on your shoulder going, <laughs> Kyle, no human is limited. You can do it. I went well talking about you know, sub, sub you know, sub two hours. I wanted to get sub one hour for this. And I was like 10, I went round the field, the track, and they were like, oh, is he going to break the hour? So I, I, lift, I took off, Tommy, I took off. You know, nice. you know when the rocket boosters, you, you push your bum out and then you just go for it. Yes, legs flailing, that, nice. That surge, of, that surge of pace. But one thing is for sure, these, uh, these Highland Games, you, you, you get a cracking crowd for them. So if anyone, any listener has never done a Highland Games, I urge you to do one. Yeah. Uh, there's many opportunities. There's, there's literally tens, if not hundreds, of Highland Games in Scotland. Um, there's hill races, there's road races, but the crowds are outrageous. They're outrageous. Time. They are amazing. Uh, you remember the, la- the last time I ran at Highland Games, though, was coming in at the... The Ben Rennes. The, the Ben Rennes, the five right. tops. And do you know you, you come in there, and I think I've told this on the podcast, but yeah. I came in to the stadium, had the lap. But as I got onto the home straight, I was in line with the start of, like, it was... I can't remember if it's... Um, this is one of those stories that's grown arms and legs with time. So I'm going to I'm going to keep growing it. It was a sack race. 
I'm sure it was not a sack race, but it was essentially a sack race. And I was just so buckled that I was unable to keep up. I was getting beaten by these kids who were doing a sack race down the, the home straight. And the crowd were roaring them in, desperate for them to be coming in. Anyway, yeah, I fully agree with you, Kyle. Great. Oh, it's brilliant. Uh, that's a summer yeah. goal to take on. Oh, exactly. Week. So uh, uh, well done to Gregory um, Norton and, and his uh, dad, uh, David Norton, for the, the top three there. Um and uh, and then the following day, we decided to do the Dunny Deer Hill race, um, which is one that I've I've done quite a few times now, and I've always went won won it. But it's also one that I do because of the you know it's one of Neil Jaffrey, uh, who both who's both our our friends uh, mutually and a club member Metro who sadly passed away a few years ago. Um, so you know I, I always do that race kind of. In his memory, and uh, and and it's always a, a great course. And his brother was, he's competed. I saw him, Ian Jaffrey, and there's always a few metros that turn up uh, as well to it. So yeah, so I yeah uh, I, I did I did that and uh, got the second, but it was uh, yeah it wasn't it wasn't the greatest <laughs> of, um, of runs for me. I mean, I was fourth at the top of the hill, which is unheard unheard of, and for me anyway, I was like, what the hell's going on here, Kyle? Um, and I mean, basically, I got beaten by a non-runner. Apparently, uh, a guy who plays football and just it just started in the. Sport. It wasn't sunny. It wasn't sunny, was it? It wasn't sunny. No, it wasn't. He's a little bit taller than sunny. Uh, but I mean, I looked at it. It's not difficult. I mean, I'll say this before our, our guests come on. Uh, I want to just round up this rather than go back to it. But you know, you see someone who's got um, a pair of shoes, and you think, and they're running with you, and you, ah, they don't run. The boy had a pair of free runs on or something. I'm like, ah, he's not going to beat me. And when we got to the start, the, the bottom of the hill, <laughs> he, just, he just took off like a, a gazelle. Like, you know, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm on my hands and knees, you know, putting the, the good old hands and the kneecaps, just forcing myself up. And uh, what a disaster. What a disaster. Um, but I mean, in, what I will say is Debbie had a good run. She was second and... Uh, so that she'll be pleased to edge out from, third place there. That's a from, good result from her. You know, she probably calls herself a non-runner too. Uh, and um, yeah, good good result from her. But I, it was it was tough. Like I'm not going to lie, it was a tough hot day again. Uh, but uh, I, I see Graham Aitken put in a rant. All these people who rock up and uh, say they're not a runner and beat beat big times like like Kyle there. You know, uh, so that was a good rant there, Graham. Did Graham send it in? I didn't see that. Okay. Hi. Uh, inch trail runner. So thanks for the big times like on, Kyle. On, on Amazing. <laughs> I paid him. I paid him to make the rant. Eh? Um, these people who rain in my parade. Eh? Uh, to be fair, if you put yourself, turn the tables around, put yourself in the shoes of that lad. He's beating a British ultra runner. Well, what a day it, for him. That's a, that's that's like a World Cup can, final for him. It's basically the the reason. It's basically. He's telling me you need to stop. You know that's your. It's like if if uh, I don't know Kipchoge got beaten by me by Tom Bryan. Kipchoge yeah, that would be finished. Kipchoge be finished. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, uh, anyway, well that's uh, that's my wee my wee chat there. Um, but let's go into people who've actually achieved uh, much bigger and better things than than I have uh, at the weekend. Well, on the weekend, yeah. And uh, you know, as we've already teed this one up, these are your match my workout work up match my workout girls who've just done 106 marathons in 106 days. Faye and Emma.
Okay, welcome, Eman Fay, for the. This is the second take. Uh, take <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, oh, I bet you didn't. I bet you wish you didn't have to do a second take for your challenge. Holy moly, that would be that would be bad. This Although tr- trust it to be the pair who do 106 marathons, to be the only guest who do two two recordings. I mean, it's just uh, the streak is obviously in you. Anyway, thank you for your patience. No, sorry, thank you. Oh well, yeah, hard. thank. Firstly, thank you for coming on the show. Uh, you know, it's only been a few days after uh, your amazing 106 marathons and 106 days. Phenomenal achievement by you both. I'm, I'm still trying to wrap my head around how you even do that. Uh, but, I mean, that's 106 marathons in 106 days. How many miles is that? So that's 2,777.2 miles to be precise the point two is important <laughs> <laughs> i like it the point two it's like i've never even asked you that question eh? you know <laughs> quite well quite i mean it's quite right you've got you know it to the decimal place i'm sure you've been asked enough and the other question which won't surprise you is is the why so tell us about where this has come from the inspiration behind it and, and what's what's really taken you and driven you to that amazing uh, amazing challenge well, we decided last year we wanted to do something big. Um, I was more influential on the fact it was a running challenge um, as I wanted to do something running, not not cycling based, which they might have fought me for. But um, yeah, we decided we wanted to do something big to raise money for MND and Macmillan because Faye's dad passed away earlier this year to motor neurons disease and my mum passed away two years ago to cancer. So we wanted to raise money for those charities as they were a great support to our families and lots of other families and to inspire people to do it while you can because unfortunately they got the opportunity taken away from them and they were very influential in us being sporty, outdoorsy people. So yeah, to inspire others to get out there and run that 5K or marathon or climb that Monroe or do yeah. something um, that pushes their limits a little bit. Um, and we thought if we pushed our limits big, then then hopefully that would get people along the journey with us. Yeah, it's so, so inspiring. It really is. And I think, and I guess you've, I mean, you do, it's not just you, you I think even just saying you've gone big, under, under, undersells it. I mean, <laughs> 106 marathons, that's 106 days, it's bonkers. I mean, how many, how many weeks is that? That's what, uh, 15 weeks 15 it was 15 weeks of marathoning <laughs> wow and how and again so it's easy i guess now it's all champagne and and uh celebrations but there must have been how did that did, how how does that sort of emotional physical journey through 106 days feel there must have been enormous highs lows i mean that's how how was that yeah i mean it was a long time and we always knew it was going to be a long time and in a weird way it like went really fast but then also went really slow so I think the days went quite slow but the ultimate ultimately the whole um challenge went quite fast like if you think we were back in February is when we started and now it's June it feels like it's flown by but we started on the 19th of February and the day before was this the day that there was a massive dump of snow um up here uh-huh. so we got snowed in um <laughs> the day before we started and we knew we wanted to do the 100th marathon in Edinburgh and we had lots of people train alongside us mm. to do their marathon that day. Yeah. So we pushed the start date. So, um, yeah, the day before was a bit of an emotional roller coaster, realising we were going to have to run in probably like knee deep snow. But luckily we, we jumped huh. on the southeast side road and it had been gritted. So the nice. first week was a bit of a, oh shit, because 
we knew we were going to have to do road marathons and try and not like avoid ice and getting injured straight away at the yeah. beginning. Um, the first two weeks, I'd say, were probably our bodies went into a bit of shock. We felt like we'd been hit by a bus. We were shattered. Um, muscles like my quads went into cramp. Um, oh quite my God. a bit. Um, we got uh, a sickness bug on like day 11. Oh um, no. Throwing up the whole day. So we had like a lot of like turbulent times in the first two weeks. And then after yeah. about day 15, our bodies just settled into it. They adapted really well. And wow. we kind of just settled into a pace and we didn't actually have any trouble from day 15 till day 106 it was just a matter of wow getting out and and doing it so Dude. yeah it's a bit we didn't realize we'd enjoy it as much as we did we were thinking it was going to be a bit more taping ourselves and holding ourselves together and taping blisters and but no apart from the first two weeks it was a bit of a like a full-on experience the rest did, of it just kind of got into the into the swing of things really did you have a plan what was the plan did you go out did you have your which way you were going to do your marathons planned out or time of day the pace how did that all unfold that or did you just run it as you go well roughly like before we started we kind of tried to get ourselves best prepared as possible so we did speak to a lot of like um Robbie and Ginny, James uh, Physio Spear, um, Don, psychologist. So we had like quite a, a mm. good team behind us and we'd thought about how best to do it. Um, but then it's quite interesting as you obviously start, you realise sometimes like you make plans and they don't really work. So we decided to begin with that we were going to probably try and run bet between like nine and three. Um, we knew we'd slow the pace down um, and we worked a lot with Robbie and Ginny on um, getting steady marathons in and trying to eat a lot whilst um, running because we weren't really used to that. We were more used to if we did a, a marathon race, obviously you take on gels and you're, yeah. you're running to like do a good race, but we were running to keep going. So it was yeah. all about the mm. slowing down and eating a lot. Um, but I guess as the challenge unfolded, like, it re we realized that it's quite cold to begin with. So we didn't go out at nine because it was still like minus one. So then we pushed it to 10. Um, yeah. So that the sun kind of came out and we got better conditions. But then obviously as it got warmer, we decided at like the latter end of the challenge, we were going to go out at eight in the morning because it was cooler. Um, so like things like that, I guess we maybe didn't think about at the very beginning. So we thought we'd probably run the same time every day, but really it did kind of, vary but it was always like daytime it was always like between probably eight and ten that we went out and then we were back between like half I don't know one half and one and three yeah um and then roots wise also we thought oh we'll plan it for the whole week so we'll sit down and then be like oh we'll do this on this day this on Tuesday this on Wednesday um but then we soon realized that depending on how we were feeling obviously depends on the route you want to choose whether you've got road or trail or undulation or um yeah that kind of thing so we ended up just deciding the night before really and then putting the it weather. out oh, oh yeah on the weather um the high winds at the beginning were like crazy so and then it, the day before you'd look and it would be, be like oh there's high winds from about 11 o'clock and then we'd oh. look again and it would start and there'd be like 40 mile an hour winds at nine so <laughs> we wouldn't we we started to put a route out and kept changing it so then we decided we'd do it the night before or the morning of because the winds were obviously affecting where we would run like and that was the the probably the one like what the one factor i think the wind obviously is like runners if you're just running into yeah. a headwind all day there's nothing ah, brutal yes yeah. we, 
we wanted to make sure that we gave ourselves the best chance. We started to be like do one route at a time, like in the morning, say we were going all at night based on the weather and, and how we felt. And what what did you find like you, you know, the, there's quite a very variable courses that you did and uh the time I, I met you guys was uh I was doing a session along the line with my wife and I actually didn't know it was you guys. I was like I, I'm all like tunnel visioned when I run sometimes and I hate saying I don't I hate saying not saying hi to someone. Uh, and Debbie's like, you, 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 that's the girls who are running the challenge. And I was like, oh, really? So I, I, you did I say hi to us. You just did I, it at a very fast speed. Like, yeah. just, <laughs> I was like, we I was like, like oh, I should go back and go and like get my dictaphone and just start recording <laughs> you. And uh, I ended up like, I was too shy to, you know. And I, I just thought, who's you'd be thinking, who's this crazy guy like, you know, <laughs> coming to chat to me while I'm running? You know, like I'm getting <laughs> papped in the line. So I decided, I decided not to, and I decided to to wait until you succeeded in your challenge. But the, where was my question going? My question was, um, I mean, I think it's phenomenal that, you know, one person can do 106, uh, uh, this long streak of marathons in one go. But for two of you, for two of you to do it together is phenomenal. Um, like that, like, was that a, I've watched what I say, was it, was it maybe a hindrance or was it like, did it help that there was two of you doing it? You know, like, because if, if I was doing it with, say, my wife or Tom, say it was me and Tom doing it, Tom would just be like, oh, Tom, come on, Kyle, let's get up and do it. I'd be like, nah, yep. piss off. I'm not doing this. Forget <laughs> that. Like, you know, and, and, and vice versa, maybe. Like, what was that like? What was that relationship like between you both, uh, you know, in terms of the challenge in, in itself? What was that like? I mean, we know each other inside out, so that that helps. But I think it was definitely... A good thing mm. like it was quite interesting that we both had very different like problems maybe not the right word experiences like yeah. we like different things affected me to what they affected Faye so I'd say that was probably a very good thing because we could help each other in different ways and um, and we never usually had a down day on the same day so one of yeah. us could always bring the other one up Um, I mean Faye got me out of bed each morning because I am not a morning person. <laughs> 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 yeah, <nice. laughs> uh, but yeah, I think it was, I think we're both very pleased that we managed to get to the end together because that was the always the original goal. We did say that if one of us got injured or something happened, the other one would carry on um, and support. We would so always support each other. But I think, yeah, we're like over the moon that we both managed to complete it together and go through the whole experience together. Yeah. Did you yeah. run? Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, and we're like, we're very different athletes. We've got very different backgrounds, very different experience, very different builds. We're a different age. There's like nine years in between us. Like, so it was really interesting to see that we could both achieve it. We both put the effort in with the training. We both prepared well, but it's just, yeah, it was quite cool to see that two people that are very different yeah. can do the same thing. Um, well, well, that's one thing I wanted to chat about was we, we haven't even like kind of delved into your your backgrounds yet um so yeah just tell us a little bit about you know pre-challenge and and currently what you what you guys do um you know just doing a little bit of research I've got an idea but uh yeah just for the for the listeners tell us a little bit about you both Should I go first? Yeah sure <laughs> um I'm younger so I don't have as much experience <laughs> 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 I haven't really done a huge amount. I've 
Like, just, yeah, yeah. just casually run 106 marathons, <laughs> and, and, you're a world, and you're a world record holder. You're the most qualified person on this show right now. Um, no, I think like, I've always been into running, but more as a enjoyable, like take the dog for a run, like to explore, um, be in the mountains, sort of. That's kind of way. Um, I've done like marathons. Um, last year I did an Ironman for the first time, which uh, was oh, wow. on the list. Um, did the D33 Ultra a few years ago. Um, so I've done like little bits here and there, but more just for the enjoyment. And then I love to bake, <laughs> which is totally off right. topic, but I guess I kind of run to burn off all the cake that I eat. So, um, <laughs> and, yeah. and you bake very, very good stuff. Um, part of the spider in the bicycle cafe, is that is that right? That's right, yeah. So me and my sister own that cafe. So. Do you? Wow. Oh, that's fantastic. So when Tommy's been there for many a cake, eh? <laughs> yeah that's really cool to know oh fantastic um yeah so I not done anything goodness <laughs> me this is a what a you make you make phenomenal that. cakes that's, that's amazing that's okay <laughs> thank you um yeah but that's kind of my background i guess yeah and i think i've i've not really had a running background i i was in the military i was in the raf so i did a lot of running in the air force but <laughs> Then I probably, uh, my love of bikes and mountain biking is my thing. I like raced um, the Enduro World Series for a few years and I like doing big challenges. So I did a like marathon as soon as I turned 18. So I just found out I could do one, but I had to wait till I was 18. And then <laughs> swam the channel and I've done some Ironman. Wow. I like to, I, I'm more of a like jack of all trades, master of nothing. Amazing. I don't stick to one thing at all. I just go and do lots of different things. So. I guess that's probably where I had the like naivety and just being like, yeah, we can do this. Where M was more of the runner that's like, oh, okay, well, this is the. This like, is why it was more a challenge that I wanted to do because Faye, I'll just do anything. Whereas I was like, I can run, so I feel like I can do a running challenge. Yeah. Don't make me go and swim the channel or do something ridiculous <laughs> like that because that's not my kind of thing. So that's probably why we chose to do a running one because I, I thought that yeah. I had a better chance of succeeding and I would enjoy it and I think a big thing was that if you're going to do something for that long you really want to try and enjoy as much of it as possible so um which we which we did in the end probably more so than we ever thought so and I look more like a runner now because I've got no quads left I lost like 10 uh, centimeters off my quads after oh, riding no. for so long well, well that, that was something I did notice um I think on your social media you, you mentioned um just some of the the changes in your body and um, you know, from a um, you know measurement perspective, and um, d d I suppose just run us through some of those those changes, and not just the measurement changes, but also like uh, even some of the holistic changes. Like, what have you learned from the challenge? And uh, yeah, yeah, I think I mean if we stick with the physical for the beginning, we both lost. I think I lost around six kilos, and like M lost around seven or eight. Um, so we had wow. quite a big weight loss, but we did put a couple of kilos on at the beginning because we were aware that we were going to lose some weight. And as much as we tried to eat as much as we could during the challenge, we just knew it was going to be inevitable as we went through. So we lost quite a bit of weight and then um, we lost like, like, I guess the body just got rid of muscle that it didn't needed. So our arms got yeah. like smaller. Our, my thighs definitely decreased in size. Yeah. Um, waist. So like we just basically slimmed down a lot. Um, yeah. And then like mentally, I guess it just gives you the, the confidence that sometimes you think, 
I guess it was um, you know Ross Edgeley, the guy that swam around the yeah. UK. He just yeah. had this, like little thing that said like naive enough to start and stubborn enough to finish. And I just I felt I think that's kind of what we did. It was like naivety because we didn't know how it was going to be, what was going to happen, yeah. but we weren't going to stop unless something like major pulled us out or somebody pulled us out. But we set ourselves up as best as possible to make sure that we had the right support team and we had the um, and we had like the training and the preparation. So if something did happen, it would kind of been out of our control. Um, so I think as you went through, you just started to believe in yourself a bit more and think maybe it is possible that you can do yeah. it. Um, I think we probably learned that um, no two days are the same. Like it was really interesting in the sense that like we made a little pact um at the beginning that if one of us kind of wanted to stop we would give it three days and if we wanted to stop for those three days continuously then okay yeah we could stop like it never crossed our mind whilst we were actually doing it but I think it was just after running one day like the day for example when I was really sick it was horrendous like never want to repeat it but then the next day you can just feel so much better just a good night's sleep whatever it was out my system and then people came and joined us and lifted our spirits and it was just like a totally different day or you would have like you'd be in loads of pain with your quads like we were messaging like the Bankry Spinal Health like help we do like is this okay how do we carry on we really need to get to the end but we knew did you have have them in like quick dial yeah pretty much (laughs) stick some needles in my legs um but then like you went that night and and then it switched off and the next day was just a totally different day and it was if you could get out the door get that day finished then you never know what the next day is going to bring and and just by people coming along and saying hi and like when um joe and iona came and surprised us on day 50 at the park run that was amazing we had so many people um join us and like just little things would just totally change your day and lift your spirits so i guess i learned that like nothing lasts forever you know one pain isn't gonna i got a blister at the start and thought oh god this is me 100 days i'm gonna have a blister but it went away and it was fine so it's that whole thing as well like saying it's like a long challenge but actually if you just tick off each day and break it down into smaller parts we didn't focus on the whole challenge we just literally focused on the next day like the route yeah. the next day what we were doing and it just you just suddenly have then done a week and you're like oh that's another week down and you'd be just slow like ticking them off so I think looking at a big challenge and maybe people would think oh I want to do a big challenge but it puts me off I think maybe just not thinking of the overall and breaking it down into really small parts is probably I mean even if you run a marathon I break it down into like 10ks or something so if you can break anything down I think it becomes more achievable and you think oh it's not so bad what was the heart what was the the moment that was the most difficult in terms of that may have derailed I mean you mentioned the you know some of the physical issues was there ever something that happened that was that logistically physically mentally that that was that was the hot do you think was the hardest thing to deal with and literally, I think like the t- the first two weeks, we had everything in the first two weeks. And apart from, yeah. I honestly think that day six, I thought my knees were so bad. I was like, oh, this is going to be either a really painful experience or I- I'm not going to be able to do this. Um, I was like, unless I try and work out what it is. Um, and when Em was ill, I was like, as long as she can get over the next day and get enough fuel in, hopefully it won't impact on the next few days. So I think they were probably the two days that we started to think okay this could be serious but apart from those two days I feel like like not without 
sounding a bit like full of yourself. Full of myself. <laughs> we didn't actually have that many bad days. I mean, and I don't know whether that's luck or preparation or the fact we like paced it really well, the fact we really focused on fueling, the fact we had really good support with recovery and we made sure we were in bed. We made sure we had like all the vitamins and minerals and mm. magnesium. We were really, really like structured about what we did to make sure we never gave up so the next day we'd always be as strong as the day before um even towards the end when we got towards the end we tried not to switch off and just make sure we made it because we still knew every day is a marathon it's still a mm-hmm. massive ask I think once you get near the end everyone was like oh it's only 10 marathons but you're like but that's still 10 <laughs> still marathons, 10 marathons yeah. we really tried to keep that mindset that any day could be our last day unless we really focus on what we're doing and I think that was probably our saving grace at it yeah no I agree I think I think the start was just the hardest because also you'd be like three down 97 (laughs) oh my god this is ridiculous (laughs) like it's not only physically hard at the beginning but it is like you do feel like wow wow, this is this is a big challenge whereas even (laughs) even like if you're just doing on the day you're just doing a marathon that day and you're ah exactly you know five miles down only 21 miles to go Woo-hoo! <laughs> think, but then you think hold on I've got another 1500 miles to go yeah, <laughs> that's, like, that's why we just couldn't think of it in a big I mean we did have a couple of conversations where Em would be like oh my god why did you choose this challenge because <laughs> yeah. ridiculous oh. and I'd be like why did we have to do a running challenge so we had like <laughs> conversations within the within yeah. the challenge but I think we were just both really set I think we told so many people and we were doing it for such a big purpose yeah and really wanted to say to people to push your limits because we had people doing their first marathon when they thought they would never ever do a marathon let alone a 5k and for people to take that massive chance and you know train with us to go and do Edinburgh when they've never ever thought they could do a marathon I think like Ah, we can keep going and and you know do our big challenge alongside them yeah so people so people joined you on some of your runs then yeah yeah so like the majority of our runs we had people come along and just 5k 10k really wow um most most days we we had runners with us and then um towards the end was ace we had loads of people um for big big chunks of it as well and yeah it was that was kind of the whole reason behind especially doing it in d side because we do like run match my workout and we have quite a big client base and they are all like amazing support to us and they would come out um on a day off and do a 5k 10k half marathon with us and and then so many new people we met loads of new people um over the challenge and uh, they just asked if they could come and meet us and then do a stint with us and it helped pass the time like so well it was great to catch up with people and learn about people and yeah, it was like probably one of the best things to come from the challenge is um, just getting to know people more. And who knew there were so many ultra runners and marathoners? I know, honestly. <laughs> That's amazing. Very true. And what was um, like, yeah, I mean, you, you know, you talk about match my workout. Um, yeah, just tell us, like, is, is that has that been stemmed from the challenge or has this been, was this previously to the, you know, to, to the challenge? It's, yeah, just tell us a little bit about match my workout um, it was it was in lockdown actually we decided yeah. to start we were, i was running a personal training business before and then m qualified as a personal trainer so we decided to do something together yeah. um and then in lockdown we were doing a lot of online stuff so we we decided to start a youtube channel and reach out to 
elite and professional athletes and ask them to send us either a workout that they do to train for their sport or like um mm. an average day so yeah. for example we had robbie simpson that was like oh i'd like do this route up um scalzi hill so yeah. from the, the compass bottom to the top, as fast as you can yeah that strava line yeah. and he was like i do it in four minutes whatever and he was like aim yeah. so we we went to we went there we filmed it and we did that route of Scalzi and then we put it out and say to people, can you match our workout? And they go and try. And we did this with loads of different athletes. Uh, so yeah. we wanted to get, it, it kind of started during lockdown. Doing, yeah, we had like Amy Williams, the bobsled. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, she sent us like an abs challenge and we'd film us trying it and then give people. So we did this through That's lockdown. Safe. And yeah. once we could, we had like online programs and stuff. And then once we could get going, we um, started back up with some outdoor. We do basically outdoor training sessions that are just for nice. everyone. And yeah. um yeah, but this is one workout that everyone's like, and uh, you can you can do one. <laughs> yeah. that. That's a really that's that's a very cool concept. I like that. That's really cool. Yeah, a lot of people did train alongside us for the Edinburgh Marathon. So we did a plan, online plan for them, um up in the lead up to Edinburgh, and then we had loads of them complete their first marathon. So that was like um, our match my workout match, that, Yeah, like, you can do one, can do one marathon. One, yeah. Um, so that was ace. So yeah, hopefully we'll get yeah. more in the future. We just yeah, we've been a bit busy running. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, I mean, I'm sure that's certainly going to inspire people to to you know to follow you and just to 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 see exactly what you're doing because yeah, to do something like that is amazing. And 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 what I will say is, I mean, you know, I'm sure doing that sort of challenge, all the prep behind that must have been huge. I mean, both mm. Tom and I have have done kind of big challenges like. <laughs> sort of fundraising ones yeah yeah you did that really thing yeah that i mean like Kyle, the the... behind doing that and like the prep it's it's quite yeah. it's, it's That's certainly fine, hard can be quite hard work um yeah. but uh but one thing you know when you talk about match my work there was there was some people who were trying to match these records and these challenges and uh and there was a couple who achieved um you know the the world record before was like i think it's 92 marathons or think or something like that yeah, it's um, 95 at the moment yeah there was a couple other folk who were doing it um during the time that you were doing your your marathon so yeah that must oh, have really? that, that which is fantastic for them to do it and um you know all they've got various stories and things uh what was that like for you guys to think hold on if there's people currently doing this you know this like attempting the record uh I'm, that means I might have to do more than a hundred, because initially it was just a hundred that you guys were focusing on on doing, wasn't it? Is that is that the case? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. So we were originally aiming for a hundred because the record was ninety five. Um, yeah. but whilst we were doing it, um, two other females um completed an attempt. So one did a hundred and one in the UK, and then another one in America did a hundred and four. Um, they've not been verified yet, um, so um, that's why we went for 106 just to make sure that like our attempt <laughs> would be um, over if they were verified. Um, but yeah, it was like to begin with, we I think we were a bit surprised because we just didn't expect any anyone yeah. else to do such yeah. a crazy challenge. <laughs> um, especially at the same time, it was just a bit strange that like yeah a few people jumped on the bandwagon but then, yeah also like 
really cool to see so many female athletes trying to do crazy things and push their bodies and I think like you say we all have our own reason for doing it and they're all very different reasons so um yeah I think it it changed the goalposts for us and it kind of Edinburgh was always in our heads as the end end goal and then when that moved it was a bit hard to kind of see how we were gonna still get the end that we wanted and the finish we wanted but in hindsight looking back I think it's probably the best thing that could have happened because that last week where we got to run at home and then we got to finish at home and we had a Mm. like celebration with everyone that supported us and people that couldn't have come to Edinburgh and support so it kind of worked out for the best for us and then you know you're just pushing your limits that bit further and it is another kind of mental thing to try and yeah see see how strong you are and see if you can keep going and we both felt strong enough to carry on till 106 so yeah uh, we, we thought why not did you have any discussions about going further no <laughs> I'm about to work I think the only nice thing was we finished and we both felt like we could carry on running it was just a matter of the fact like we were like why it's June everyone was like guys it's June like <laughs> I've got a couple of nerdy running questions so how, running shoes did you run the same pair of shoes every day obviously you changed them with time but there was a I mean you, you must have been doing hill running road running how how was the you must have gone through an enormous amount of running shoes for that. Yeah, we well, we both did something different again. Um, we both wore, wore ro- uh, road running shoes. We didn't wear trail shoes just for the comfort. Okay. Um, I kind of mixed up way more than M. I ran a mixture of, I had the Under Armour Machinas, the Nike Next Percents, the Nike Invincibles, oh. and, and an Adidas Boost. And I kind of switched between those four with different nice. shoes obviously coming in, but they were my four staple that I just mixed up. I just wanted a different shoe to put on for different, like feeling different comfort. But you, I pretty much ran every marathon in the Nike Invincibles. Many different pairs of them, but yeah, pretty much. Nice. Maybe bar like two runs when I tried to switch it up, and I, nah, I just they they were my shoes. They worked. They were comfy. I didn't get any niggles, so I just stuck with what worked. And nice. And, yeah. You must have an amazing. The other question I was going to ask: How many miles did you run on the D side line? But you oh. must have. You must have. You must have an amazing Strava heat map at the moment, given <laughs> where you've the intensity of where you've run. So the first. So how many miles did you run on the D side line? Do you think? So many. Oh God, I can't even. We're like the local legends of all. Of <laughs> and I don't think anyone will be able to take them for a while. Because we we did it so. Much. Amazing. Yeah, we did it a lot. That and Glentano is probably the two places that we ran the most. Did, did you ever do like um like laps of like like such a ridiculous course, like either hilly or you know uh round your garden or like or what, what was the most ridiculous course that you did? The probably the one that we did at the beginning, we, we just it was such high winds and um the risk of like trees falling. So yeah like really high because obviously everywhere, everywhere was really unstable so there's a fishing track at the bottom of our garden just off the south east side road it's two and a half k each way so 5k if you do an out and back um and we did that quite a few times so like eight reps of that which got oh. a bit. but it was just basically because we didn't know where else to go to stay safe and not yeah. be trees um but it also just meant it was really open so we got battered by the winds but 
Battle by the Winds versus get a tree fallen on us. I don't know. We were yeah. <laughs> that was probably the most ridiculous like place. I don't know. Yeah, Otherwise, no, we didn't. No. We, we mixed it up quite well. We did like the two bridges looping Glen Tanner three times, but that's quite oh. a nice loop to do. And yeah. then we did the Aberdeen oh, beachfront. Beach so we did like oh, that's probably worse. Like four miles five. Away. It's like eight yeah, k, I think. Yeah. And yeah. So we did five reps of that. And but it wasn't windy that day, so it was actually all right. It was quite a nice okay. day. Yeah. We only did it once. Like, <laughs> when the down. Yeah. But other, just kind of mixed up, like, we'd do a loop in Glen Tanner, then go out to Canvas and May and back, and then another loop in Glen Tanner. Like, we did kind of break it down into mixing loops together to get the total marathon. There wasn't that many days that we did... We did a lot of out and back, so like from a boy into Ballader and back, or yeah. we'd go from like out to we'd start in Bankery and go out to like um, Kita Kuta and, and back, back or yeah. stuff like that. Nice. Yeah, nice. Um, one, one. Uh, we've got. I've got one other question, and then if Tommy hasn't got any other questions, uh, just we'll, we'll move into our quickie, que- our fartlet questions. Um, <laughs> so a <our> quickie questions. <laughs> 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 Sounds dirty, doesn't it? Jeez, oh. yeah, uh, <laughs> well, I want. I I think I know how much you've raised, but tell us like uh, how much you guys have raised. I think it's about to be thirty three thousand. So wow. just, yeah, is, just shy of thirty three thousand at the moment. That is amazing. Amazing. Oh, congratulations. And how, and, and, like, and, how, and how would someone go ahead go about uh, donating? Having listened to this, been inspired, impressed, how would they go about donating to that amazing cause? We've got a collection pot, um, so it's you can get the link in our bio, match my workout on Instagram or on Facebook, or if you just type collection pot into Google and then match my workout, you should be able to find it. And then yeah, it'll get split equally by the between the two charities, um, yeah. and it open till the end of June um, to see. How, how does that make you guys feel, like, raising all that, you know, like, was, was the expectations of the funds, was it, did you have a target or was it just, let's do the 106 marathons and just see what happens or, you know, what what was, what's that feel like for both of you? Yeah, I mean, I think we've, like, exceeded anything we've ever raised before. We did put a target of 100,000 up out of just, like, a whim, um, but yeah. also because we just, we had to put a target, like they asked for a target and we um, didn't want to get to say we put £5,000 and then we went over 5000 and everyone's like, oh, it's cool, they've reached their yeah, target. Yeah. We thought if we put a stretch target, whatever we make, yeah. it's amazing. And then I've... you never know where you might get. So yeah, we're pretty where we are, to be honest. But yeah. we'll see how it goes over the next few weeks and just, oh. yeah, let it run till the end of June. And anything Definitely. that gets donated is just incredible. Yeah, well, we'll certainly put a link to the on the show notes as well. With and and we know as we sure. share our socials. So, uh, yeah, we encourage all the listeners to you know you, you don't pay for this podcast, so uh, absolutely donate uh, <laughs> to these incredible uh, athletes. So, uh, yeah, final questions, Tommy. Do you want to do, you want to do the the honors for the first one? So it's I basically will. your 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 question can be as 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 short or as long as you want it to be, like Fartlek, basically. So, <laughs> Tommy, crack on. Right. Favorite running shoe? Nike Invincible. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to go the Nike next percent. <laughs> nice. 
What's your this this might be a horrendous question, but what's your favourite running session? Other than the hundred and six marathons in the hundred and six days. I mean, I've not really done like many running sessions on that. <laughs> probably a hill a hill session. Oh, I was yeah. gonna say that, you stole my answer, yeah. <laughs> like the achievement of getting to the top of a hill, so yeah. I like it, I like what, it. What is your pre-marathon meal? Oh. As in like breakfast or like the night before? Uh, let's say breakfast, given you guys are doing one a day. <laughs> <laughs> pre-marathon meal, um, what have I had for the last year? <laughs> My favourite once we finally could eat. Like at the beginning, it was a bit of an issue trying to like force feed down, but force food down. But um, pancakes was definitely a nice cakes with fruit, yogurt. Yeah, that was mine. I think I'd just be boring and say a bowl of cereal, like a bowl of frosties, like frosties. Wow, that's a yeah. not had that one we've not had that. We've had we've had Olympians, we've had all sorts of here. No one has ever said a bowl of frosties <laughs> as a, a breakfast. So there we go, world record breaking. That's what that is. I think it's a good I think it's a great thing it's the secret everyone's chasing the secret that is the secret clearly <laughs> I was going to say um what's your post run treat but that would be a pre that'd be a pre race or pre marathon meal as well so it'd be the same <laughs> um, um well like what is your post run treat like 106 days after your run so like what mm. what what are you guys like having now that maybe doing your your streak as soon as we got in we'd always have like a chocolate milk or a like a fulfill bar or something like like that um yeah but like but then a meal i mean i'd like pizza i'd say i'm yeah about the pizza we did have a pizza a lot yeah you can tell that your robbie simpson was giving you advice then if you were just <laughs> yeah, on the pizzas. Yeah. <laughs> i tried to out out pizza eat him the other day after the final marathon i was like i reckon i can eat more than you today and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> i gave up i gave up <laughs> i like it uh what am i gonna go for i'm gonna favorite movie Oh, oh well. See, I've told Emma about Top. She's never seen Top Gun, and that's the new ones just come out. So I'm like, you need to watch Top Gun. Just watch the, new one, so. the age difference is becoming quite apparent yeah, here. Like, <laughs> a question like that. It's just ridiculous. So I'm gonna go Top Gun, even though I haven't watched it. We haven't watched the new one. I'd probably say James Bond because we. That was probably oh, the last film the last we watched one, yeah. before when we had time before we started running marathons and we watched the new James Bond and it was really good. So, yeah. Nice. I want to know, this isn't a question, but it is. Uh, it's not a final question. Did you listen to Tartan Running Shorts while you were running together? Just Or did you listen to it when you weren't? Yeah, yeah we, we listened to it. But well, separately, we didn't like oh, this. Yeah. Like we had our own earphones. In, oh, yeah. did you? So how, how did that work? Did you just not speak for a while, or like we got annoyed with each other or fed up? <laughs> <laughs> no, we would, we would often. <laughs> I'm taking offence now. We would often listen to the same podcast at the same time, so that we then had something to chat about. Ah, look at that. Yeah. So you've actually you so you have listened to TRS before? Yeah. yeah oh, superb! That's yeah, amazing. Well, I thought you were. I thought you were just warming me up a bit. That's uh, no, okay. No, excellent. No, no, they're like fans. Hey, we've got more than our mum and dad who listen. Yeah. <laughs> right. There's quite a few people that send us different episodes that you like. People are sending you. Us you different. were re- recommend highly recommended. So yeah. Ah, oh, very good. I wonder who I paid for that one then. Eh? <laughs> uh, Kyle, what's what else have you got? Uh, I've got um, who's your running other than uh, 
Robbie Simpson, who's your running hero or your go sporting hero? Well, now it's Joe Murphy, isn't it? Because you just oh, smashed the hundred k. Yeah, that. Or also, we saw Ginny win the win the Edinburgh Marathon because she yes. came flying past us, and that was pretty she's cool. like ace in her own. Like she, oh, yeah, that's her. Ace. That's so ace. That, that was awesome as running. <laughs> Idols, but uh, I love it. Joe, Joe's an avid listener too. Her head will be massive right now. That <laughs> did you run said. with Joe during the challenge? Yeah, she came to well, yeah, loads, yeah, she, they oh, wow. came to meet us for the first time and were very humble about their running ability whilst running at a very slow pace with us. And then we went home and did some stalking and we're like, oh my god, okay, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah become really good friends with them since so oh, yeah nice. they surprised nice. us on day 50 and then they ran with us on at the Edinburgh marathon um oh so when marathon. you said joe surprised you on day 50 it was joe yeah. murphy yeah. oh wow that's lovely good. yeah that's i mean it. like that's been one of the nicest things is like meeting new people and yeah joe and I were like probably two of the most supportive people that we met during the challenge we feel like we've known forever it's really weird that's because amazing. we saw them so much and they were so supportive it doesn't feel i suppose like that we only met them during this challenge so. did joe take yeah. a portable toilet for you both i was i was gonna ask the usual question morning shuffle or evening saunter but i guess it's morning marathon or afternoon marathon is that yeah. the, the way to go oh, okay. morning definitely marathon, morning yeah morning marathon nice. yeah get out get it done what was the latest you started a marathon the day um, I was ill, we didn't we didn't go out until like quarter to eleven, I think. Yeah, maybe. Must have about that. Yeah. It's still morning. Mm. Um, and then our earliest was uh, on day ninety nine because we had to drive down to Edinburgh that afternoon, so we started running at ten past seven. So oh. That was nice. quite early. That makes me feel small. I thought you were going to run these people who said oh, we would run at like 5 a.m. And I see that <laughs> on my Strava yeah. and I think, who are these people that are yeah, running at 5 or 4 a.m.? The, no. the, the odd times that I've run at that time, it's the only time Tommy will comment in my Strava, not when I do a great run. It's only <laughs> when I'm like 5 a.m. and he's like, shit the bed or something. I was like, yeah, I probably did. <laughs> anyway, um, my my final question is, uh, is, is probably... It's an open-ended question, but what's your next challenges or challenge going to be? A biking one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. We're not really sure, are we? I actually yeah. really started to enjoy my running during this. Which nice. Is, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I'd like to do some more running and see see what else I can do, but not sure yet. I think need need the time to recover and to find something else that I really want to achieve so that I put the work in and yeah and go ne- for it neither of us have ever tried to run like a fast marathon we've never like we've done them to like compete them with friends or like so maybe something like that like seeing if we actually put a good training block in and try yeah. to run a marathon and see what time we could run it in would yep. be quite cool because neither of us have, have tried to do that or we've never tried to get like a fast 5k time or te- I don't know maybe try yeah. and go to speed instead of just Nice. We've got good endurance base now, so maybe out, something like that could be a good... Out of interest, I know obviously you did the most steady, but what was the fastest and the slowest marathon you did, just as a to get an idea of the sort of range of times that you were out on your feet each day? We fastest did like, was just under five hours. Yeah, like 4.50 something um, that, that, oh. that day. Um, 
and then most of them were between five and five and a half hours and then oh. the one that M was ill was about six hours 40. That was, that that. was a bad day. Oh dear. And it's ill to have to go out for almost seven hours yeah. when you're ill. Oh. Blame me. So it was like trying to get M to keep moving and you just kind of like, I couldn't eat anything. So I was like, yeah, drinking Coke and Active Root to try and get some active sort of Root. Oh, going. That. It was, uh, yeah. I hope Active Root provided you free Active Root. That's uh, <laughs> amazing. It was a long day. Oh. Uh, but no, uh, that generally five, five and a half hours was the, that was the kind of time that we settled into. But okay. yeah. The the final question I've got is we always ask this for all our listeners and I haven't we haven't asked the question if you drink alcohol or uh, but if you if if you do then we, we that's we would ask you the question what is your what do you think you could do a beer mile in uh, um, or if you don't drink alcohol what do you think you could do an an active root mile in if you, and, and I'm sure you you're aware of what that encompasses so uh, you drink a you drink and then you run out 400 meters and then you do the same and you do it four times. Um, what do you think you could run? Faith. Well, we both, we both drink, but Em doesn't like beer, so you should have to do it with Prosecco or something. Yeah. <laughs> Prosecco mile. I love yeah. it. Oh, <laughs> um, but, oh God, I don't know. Probably like 20 minutes. No, really. <laughs> I'm really bad with my drink. This is the next challenge right there, folks. Yeah, right. that's it. It now. We'll okay. get training and we'll, we'll feed back. <laughs> yeah, 106 beer miles in 106 days, please. That'd be, yeah, yeah. That's what we want. Give the people what they want. <laughs> we need a new liver at the end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Very good. Okay. Well, listen, it's been, we could chat all night. It's been fantastic to get you on. And it's, I mean, an amazing challenge. Uh, really, I'm so inspired to hear what you've, what you've achieved. It's, it's just incredible. And uh, I look forward, I'm actually, I'm back in, in Scotland this year. So, Caroline, I'll need to try and, We'll find you for an in-person run because we need to give you guys a pair of tartan shorts each. I think that's a, a, a <laughs> mandatory, yeah. the least that you deserve after that many that many yeah. marathons. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you so much, girls, for coming on. And uh, yeah, I look forward to, yeah, as Tommy says, catching up with you in, in real time again. So. Oh, no, yeah. thank you. Thanks for the opportunity. Thanks for the, the podcast. Keeping us going, keeping yeah. us I'm sure you're busy with many media interviews, so uh, I, I really, <laughs> we really appreciate you coming on our wee, our wee TRS pod, eh? <laughs> oh, no, no, you got your guys' podcast kept us going, so we listen oh, to look at listen that. other running podcasts. Look at that, eh? Look at that. <laughs> standard, like, few that we would just run between, yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, so. Yeah, no, Amazing. it's cool to be on it. Oh, you've you've uh, you've made our month. Uh, you've made a year actually with that. That's very kind. Thank you. By the way, enjoy the recovery, and we'll uh, yeah we'll we'll catch up with you soon to hear about the next challenge. Then. Yeah. Catch you later. Brilliant. So, oh, that was amazing, Tom. Uh, Faye and Emma. Uh, we just had yeah, to. Thank you so time. much. Amazing. I am. Um, we we just chatted to them offline there, and uh, we're both hugely inspired. Not only just to go out for a run, but just to almost just challenge ourselves. Uh, you know, find a way to to what what's out there for us. What 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 are the you know what are those BHAGs and you know what are those goals that you you think are exciting, and terrifying at the same time, maybe slightly at a stretch, but potentially at reach um and, and i know you know we both kind of had those big audacious goals b hags as as tommy would call them there 
Um, but yeah, no, nah, I, I think it's uh, yeah, what a, what a great interview. Um, I hope you you enjoyed enjoyed the, the chat there as well from from Faye and Emma. From but you know, Kyle, I've I, I've said to you in the last uh, few months about many things that made me sad to be away and not and not in Aberdeen, and that I've been so inspired hearing the girls there. Just it's made me rethink a lot of the whining I've got about how I fit my running in and what my goals are. But actually, it also has made me really sad not to have been around for it. And I've sort of drifted off social media a bit in the last wee while. And I'm, I'm actually gutted that to not have been in the area to do that. We hear stories of people meeting up to run and follow it. And yeah. it's brilliant. So anyway, thank you girls for, not just for coming on TRS, thank you for what is a, a great promotion of running in the Northeast. Yeah, and, and beyond as well, you know. Definitely. Indeed. You've Scotland definitely sure. touched uh, many runners' hearts. And, uh, you know, we're just hearing the stories just about people who've been affected by cancer and, uh, and you know their challenge has given them a, a lot of positivity as well so yeah just amazing so fantastic fantastic stuff so Kyle uh, we've got um in the short period we've got left um news so I think the main news we can kick off with is Eilish McColgan so Eilish McColgan who seems to just set the world alight and set a record every time she she runs this year has been making waves again uh this time in um hengelo where she's gone and run 3019 for 10,000 meters which i believe is scottish record taking it from her mum and second british all time absolutely it's, incredible it's incredible isn't it um i mean yeah i mean uh what was it she did it in hengelo was it so what in holland is that right 10,000 meters. Was it not like part of the Ethiopian Championships or something? What, what was that about? No? Uh, I don't know the details of it. It's in, yeah, it's in Holland. Um, well, I, think it's a, I think it's just a track. I think it's just a track, mate. I actually don't yeah. know the results in front of me. I've just got the all the ASICS headlines. Um, yeah. Amazing. And she was, I mean, it can't have been that big thing because it said she was she was solo. So all the way on her own, which just it shows you. Know what? I actually thought it was that. I didn't realize Paula Radcliffe's ran thirty or one for the ten k. I know, so close, isn't I it? I didn't realize. I didn't realize it's she. I thought. I didn't realize Paula was that quick for the the ten thousand. Um, that's maybe um, negligent on my part, but I mean, <laughs> I, I suppose the next question is, you know, what's she going to do at the the Commonwealth Games? Um, Surely she'll be picked for that. Uh, and is she going to break the, th- the 30 minute mark for 10k? Yeah, I think that for me, I think she will break the 10. So I'm laughing at you using the word negligence. Ne- <laughs> negligence. <laughs> yeah, they're very negligent. Of you. The, 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 phrases of, the phrases of Kyle on, on TRS. I was going to get sacked from TRS from negligence. <laughs> negligence. <laughs> anyway, sorry. That was, uh, anyway, I think she will go under 30 minutes in the, in, at some stage. And I, I think it's actually, I think Paul at 301 is probably that nice mark because it's not undoable. You know, it's, it shows that she'll have full belief she can do it. She's taken Paul's record of 5K. So, no doubt she'll do it there. Um, amazing to see. And I, I mean, we've got with Commonwealths and in Birmingham World Championships in Oregon and the Euros in Berlin, I believe. There's lots lots of opportunities out to her to run at championship races this year. So hopefully we see some, some success there. And uh, Jake Whiteman, he's also been smashing out uh, a wee, a wee 1,500 metres as well. And V32. 
Not just a diamond league. Uh, Rabu, Rab, Rabi, where was it? He was doing it. This is horrendous. Eh? I'm just, I'm just off the cuff here. I was building my <laughs> shells. Eh? I was building my shells while I was watching the diamond league. You see, it was a flat pack. Rabat, horrendous thing I've ever bought. Um, I thought it would come. It would be pretty quickly to assemble, but it was. There was about. I kid you not, a hundred screws. Uh, so it took me about six hours um, to to get this thing up and running. So, uh, but I did see Jake Whiteman had a fantastic run uh, of three thirty-two, and um, yeah, and and I think there's been a few other kind of big names and big results as well. Um, Nicole Jurgen, women's four hundred meters, fifty-one point five inside the standard of the European and the Commonwealth Games. Um, there's been lots of really top performances that. I really don't think we can uh, we we can we can cover in one episode. Gemma Riki as well. Gemma Riki was was running one fifty eight for her um, at one of the meets in um, Chorzo, Chorzo I think it is. So again, inside the World European and Commonwealth Games uh, Championship uh, qualifying time as well. There's been yeah lots of amazing runs um Corey Campbell of Team East Lothian 1500 meters 3000 uh he's ran an 819 which is incredible for his age um and yeah Oliver Payton 2000 meters steeplechase 552 GB qualifier for the European under 18 champs that's new isn't it has it ever been under 18 has it not always been under 17 under 20 ah anyway um yeah Lots of things to, to chat about. So, is there anything else that you can you can think of that's uh, worth noting internationally or or even locally? So locally, uh, locally, I was going to jump onto the Beach 10K, Metro Beach Aberdeen. 10K. So the Metro Aberdeen Beach 10K, which is a a, a a fixture in the calendar in the northeast, as many of you will know. Not held last year due to COVID, like many races, so it's great to see it back. It was a win for Will Mackay, Metro, uh, actually Metro Aberdeen, in the results was Aberdeen AAC. That's an interesting one. He was uh, 31-34. Second place, Tom Humphreys, Border Harriers NAC, 31-45. And third place, Chris Uckert, unattached of 32-44. On the I, know, and, uh, I know on Chris, he's uh, one of the guys I'm coaching. Um, he's, he's, uh, he was a cyclist turned runner uh, just ah, over a year ago. Um, so yeah, a great run from him. We were targeting the sub thirty three for many a many a month now, and uh, wow, so he's, he's done it himself. And uh, yeah, a massive talent of. Uh, I, I mean, I, I've got to say, I've done a couple of sessions with him, and I was holding my own. But now I'm not. Yeah, I'm not sure he's he's bypassed me, which uh, I, I've got. You know, as a coach, as as someone who's still participating, I'm. I always find that a bit funny when your athletes becomes faster than you. You know. Yeah. But anyway, great run well, from a great everyone. result from him. Second, yeah. uh, so on the women's side, it was a win for Elaine Wilson in forty twelve. Second place was friend of the podcast Nicola Gold, many 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 time winner of the Beach Ten K. I think this is this must be the, something like the first time in six years or something Nicola's not won it. Uh, but a great after her injury ravaged last couple of years. It's so good to see Nicola um, just even on a start line, let alone compete so well. So really pleased to see her in second at forty fifty. Nowhere near her usual standards. Of course, Nicola, most famous, as we always like to say, for being um, first female and first finisher at the Geary 10K when Kyle was 
first male and second finisher oh, overall. Something you don't hear that often. I've been that in, yeah. The, the result that Good never boy. gets old. And in third place, Laura Sarkis, 40 57. Uh, so great to see the, the Beach 10K back. Brilliant. So is that all the results we have? The only think- other thing I'm going to I'm going to share is just because uh, it was last weekend and I I thought it was worth going back through was the Fast Five Thousand which we had Simon on last week uh, which was uh, I was really sad not to run the weather was I don't think that useful actually it was just it was so wet it was so it was that kind of like you know when you get that super mugginess that uh, it's just absolutely roasting um, and then there was storms and all sorts so. Uh, it was a win, actually. It was a British win for Ellis um, Cross, who, of course, won the... Ellis is is best known for winning the, the, the Vitality 10K when he beat Mo uh, earlier last year. Uh, so quite uh, quite impressive for him to come for the win. Uh, I'm going off the cuff here because I can't actually find the results online. Uh, Simon will kill me for this. Um, but I do know... I do know that there was 10 men sub-14. Now, I'm desperate trying to find the ladies' results, but I can't. Uh, I will maybe, once we've once they've, once they've been released properly, we'll go through them next week. But anyway, really cool. We talked about it last week, Fast 5000. If you're looking for a, a fast race weekend, look get uh, Paris in your calendar uh, um, for next year. 100%. So, yeah, no, great uh... Yeah, so many results, so many races have been taking place. Um, and uh, there's been lots of people wearing the tartan running shorts as well, which is always always good to see too. I, I saw there was a couple of folk wearing them at the Beach 10K. Uh, notably, Chris Richardson and Jason Kelly were sporting their, their tartan running shorts. So congrats on that. Uh, I, in, I was wearing mine two, on the bounce twice in a row. Tell you what, the second day they weren't smelling great. Maybe say, that's why I, I, let, I held back at the, you know, didn't get the win because I didn't want to kill everyone in the race. They'll um, brown gusset. No brown gusset. Uh, and uh, yeah, so yeah, lots of short sighted. Please keep sending your your links in. Running with the good old tartan running shorts. Um, what we are, what I'm thinking is we, anyone who who does wear them. It's if we don't have a front cover story, that is the front cover story for the the podcast episodes, I think. Um, but uh, yeah, Tommy. So when are you going to be getting your TRS shorts out? Are we going to? Is that going to be? Is that going to be a while, or are we? Are we just going to? How, how's uh, how's, well, how's the hernia? So on the on this coming weekend, I want to run for four weeks. So I'm going to. I'm going to try. I'm going to try and run. Um, I'm going to try and run either tomorrow or this weekend. If I'm honest, we're dealing. With, we're actually moving back to Scotland in a couple of weeks' time, so I'm dealing with a lot of moving stuff. And and you know, what, having listened to those girls and their inspiration story, it all just real. I realise I'm just wafting excuses. It doesn't matter if I've got to sell a car or dismantle and sell a bed or sell a washing machine. These are just excuses. So I'm going to go out either tomorrow, Thursday, Friday, or Saturday. I'll go out for a run. See how it is. I'm in a bit of a quandary though because I I and I'm, I'm running out of time to get it done in France. In fact, I've run out of time, and um, so I, I'm going to have to do it in the, when I'm back in in the UK. So I need to just get phone up. I need to do that. Actually, Fiona keeps telling me to do it. I need to phone up and get a GP consultant uh, appointment when I'm back to get involved. And I think I worry about the I worry about the length of time it's going to take to get it. So we'll see. Um, I I, I, love, I, mean, I love how Fiona's like, yeah, you might want to, you know. 
get that get that injury sorted. And you're like, oh, okay. But you know what? I got so <laughs> deflated by seeing the bloody consultant who told me, oh, there's no, there's no point in you getting it done. It's just, you know, it'll settle and it hasn't settled. So anyway, I also need to just stop wallowing and get back to running easy. Even if I can <laughs> run a half an hour easy, I can do that. You know, I think I've fallen into the trap of, of, uh, of all the, and also I don't have a target as well, which is annoying. So anyway, all many excuses. I need to get my finger out and actually just start. I know I'm not going to get into shape in, in, a, in a while, but I want to. I really do want to get to get back uh, into running. So we'll see. I've only got a couple of weekends left as well. And that, the, I'm very sad to say cheerio to the, the Paris Park Run, which I've, we've become uh, quite uh, fond of going to on a weekend and a coffee with those guys. So all these things I'd like to try and take advantage of before we get back. I'm sure you'll be back, though. I'm sure you'll be back. I'm sure. So what's um? So who who's our Tartan Runner Shorts Runner of the Week? I think it's Runners of the Week. Yeah. Oh, I think oh. it's got to be. Uh, I think it's got to be Faye and Emma. It's got to be. I think so. Runners of the um, Year Year to date. I tell you what, that is an also those two early contenders, early early contenders for TRS Runner of the Year. Putting yeah. it out there right now. That's that. that's uh, that's quite impressive. So yeah, yeah. year first. So yeah, those. It's a no brainer for me. No brainer. Fantastic. Well, someone I know someone like someone like Rico is going to drop me a message and say that that's uh, that's not the spirit of it. That's not it's not somebody who raced on the weekend. I don't care. <laughs> it's a runner. It's not a racer of the 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 year. Eh? Exactly. Exactly. This is it. This is it. We we make the rules. Eh? We do. Right. <laughs> well, that's uh, exciting. So, listeners, in terms of uh, that's all we've got this week. Great. We hope you enjoy the interview with Faye and Emma. As a teaser for next week, we don't really do teasers, but teasers we're oh, actually excited. Next week, we're, next week we're actually starting. We're starting to get into a bit more planning now. So Kyle, Kyle did a great job getting uh, Faye and Emma on. Um, uh, and next week we've got uh, Lewis Miller, who is the race director for Sterling Ten K, joining us. It's so called, we're Why is it called the Podfather? I think the Pod Podfather is the company who sponsor it. Ah right. Well, I say that Lewis can explain well, let's next find week. Out, eh? Let's yeah. not let let's let's keep it on the teaser here. And by announcing find it, why it's called we've, the also, we've also now committed Lewis to coming on. <laughs> if he if he's if there's any doubt, Lewis, we're looking forward to you joining us next week yeah, to talk about that. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. You're, you this is your contractual agreement on Tartan Running Shorts episode one seven eight. And then then Kyle next week, I believe, is off to the is heading to the mountains for. You're racing Austria, is that right? We are. We are. The Mozart 100. Uh, so we'll get a preview. The preview that next week. I'm not doing the 100 anymore, but I am doing one of the races. And uh, I'm not the only one doing the races. We have Debbie running. Uh, we have Tim and Totty as well. They're taking part in the race as well. So it's uh, it's going to be exciting. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to surviving the, the, the distance. I look forward well, to hearing the, the, the detailed, stage. the detailed, well thought out race strategy next week. Then. <laughs> That's a, I've just told you the strategy right there to survive. Uh, aye. Anyway, well, it's been a pleasure to to speak to you, Tommy, and uh, I hope the listeners have enjoyed our episode tonight. And um, yeah, we will catch up with you all next week. Thanks for listening. Here's Ali McIver. Bye.
sometimes saunter When we train, when we train, when we train, train, train It can be savage, but never brutal Because we'll walk the wind and rain Look Tommy, look Kyle They bring news, they bring bruise, they do interviews They like park run and cross country And Nike's dodgy shoes Shorts. And that's a wrap.